Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Medusa Asadam, here to give you a general reading for tonight. Keep in mind, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you, all right? Uh, and this reading is timeless. I could be pulling cards uh, in regards to the past, present, or future, so just take it however it resonates, only if it resonates, okay? If you're interested to see what the reading has in store for us tonight, then definitely stay tuned. All right, so let's see here. All right, if I was I was doing the intro and then I started looking at this the Love Angels Oracle deck. Okay, I'll I'll do it really quick. I'll do it right now because I I don't know it it felt like it was calling me, so I'll do it right now so I'll, I don't forget. Should I use this as the ex external energies that could be influencing us? We could do that. Uh, something said no. <laughs> all right so let's get one card all right so we have passion here okay so allow your heart and soul to sing with joy all right okay all right so for whoever needed to hear that you know there you go okay all right let me just put this back where it was so we can go on with our normal schedule it's like it doesn't want to go inside it's like no no okay we're, we're gonna figure this out let's just okay this these this deck is totally stealing the show okay so how is everyone doing <laughs> distraction how's everybody doing i hope everyone is uh doing well all right, feeling funky fresh, dressed to impress and ready to party at home. <laughs> All right, so yeah. All right, so the distraction is over. I got my cards inside. Let's get let's get started. All right, so um, as I was getting ready for uh, the podcast, I was thinking of the song Creep by um, the same people who made... Uh, is it is it, are they are they called Paranoid Android? No, Radiohead. Radiohead. Sorry, they made a song called Paranoid Android. But um, I I I thought about a time way back when when I was not on social media, but I was low key on social media. Like okay, so what had happened was I was supposed to graduate, you know, and be on Broadway and all kinds of stuff. Everybody was just like, yeah, you know, that's what was expected of me. Everyone just assumed that I was going to be the one to, you know, uh, be successful and famous and blah, 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 blah. I ended up getting pregnant, guys. <laughs> ended up settling down. I ended up being um, the complete opposite, if you will. Um, and... Um, in a lot of ways, I was a little ashamed. I was like, you know, I, so many people were expecting me to do a lot of things, and I just didn't do it. And um, and so, uh, not to say that I regret it, you know, but in in real time, during that time, I really was just like, I felt like I let, I let my people down. You know what I'm saying? I'm, people like my peers, my friends, and my my teachers and stuff. But um, and so I had. Uh, Instagram, where only my family knew about it. I was doing crochet. I was crocheting at the time. And so I had a little crocheting hat business. And 
for some reason, I felt the need to look at my friends and see what they were up to. Like, did anybody make it? Like, is everybody doing better or worse or whatever? It wasn't more so about seeing who was doing worse, though. It was just more so like I just there was this feeling of wanting to see like if other anybody else, you know, was doing theater still or singing or dancing and stuff like that. Because, you know, it, it was... I went to a performing arts school and I uh, went to school for theater. And so just wanting to see if, it, if any, if anybody was still doing it or, you know, their lives changed and stuff. And so because I wasn't social media savvy, uh, nobody told me that when you look at people's stories, they can see, they can see. you. <laughs> and this happened to me twice where I looked at someone's story and they was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's you. What's up? How are you? And like, it was just like, oh my God, wait, how did they know? <laughs> and so, you know, um, that was pretty embarrassing. And so as I was getting ready <laughs> to do the podcast, I, I was, I thought about that for some weird reason. And, you know, I was just like, how dare like this is just like I, I don't know what I don't I don't remember what I said in the like when I was like getting ready but it, it was something along the lines of how dare you catch me being a creep you know what I'm saying like how dare you <laughs> right and so like um I was like oh my goodness should I call this episode creep and then I was thinking about this song by a Radiohead called Creep, which I absolutely loved. Uh, I used to like listen to it for a good portion of a time in my life, uh, probably like last year or something like that, um, where I just listened to, a, I used to listen to Radiohead, um, uh, the Paranoid Android, uh, the, what was the other one? Um, what was it? Uh, what was it? It was the song from Romeo and Juliet. I forgot what the song was called. And then I used to listen to Creep as well. Um, oh man, what the heck? What was the name of that song? Was it? I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, it does, but you know, I don't want to waste. I don't want to like take up too much time really trying to think. I think it has something to do with television or something like that and um so anyways I was thinking about that a lot of the time and I was just like oh my goodness like uh, I wonder what this whole like this whole energy is about um it was just like really being heavy on me so I was like you know what let me pull some energy in regards to that uh there, yeah it was like other songs now it's coming to me like how to disappear completely uh, airbag, uh, what else did I used to listen to? Talk show host. Mm-hmm. Talk show host. You know, so I used to listen to Radiohead for a time. But anyways, um, let's see what we have here. We have cardinal energy. Okay, so we have Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. All right, so instigation of some sort. All right, a pioneering spirit. Okay, so let's see here. 
we have air energy all right so that's that gemini libra and aquarius okay so this is the second time libra is coming up here all right so keeping an open mind uh up being objective towards things uh and learning about stuff you know let's see what we have here we have water okay so we have cancer scorpio and pisces so uh, it deals with the intuition, emotions, spirituality, and compassion. And then we have Aquarius here. So originality, okay, uh, progressive imaginings, philanthropy. All right, so there goes that energy of Aquarius again. All right, let's see. All right. The bottom of the deck says is Venus here, but we'll see if she comes back up again. We'll head on over to ooh, Mike. I'm so sorry. When am, is there ever going to be a time when I don't bang the microphone? Man. Okay. Let's see what we have. What's going on with this? Is somebody being a creep? Someone feeling like a loser? What's going on here? Is someone looking at someone else and thinking like, like they're, they're comparing, you know, they're comparing. Is someone looking at someone and wanting to be with someone? So like, in a sense, they're kind of like pining over someone. All right. Cause that's kind of what happened a little bit when we, if we were to talk about the video or the song, you know, he, he goes, I'm a creep. I'm a loser. Um, Like, uh, what is he talking about? But he was pretty much comparing, like, how much of a loser he felt or that he was. And then, like, the, the, the person that he was singing to, they were just so beautiful and, you know, so perfect and, you know, all this stuff. So sweet, you know. Let's see. It's kind of like, uh, not necessarily, like, I'm thinking about Gordo and Lizzie, but not necessarily, you know, um, I feel like it's, 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 someone here is really like, you know, whereas Gordo was like a friend and like pretty cool and all that stuff like that and had his own thing going on, you know, um, you don't really get into like the whole like, hey, what's going on here, you know, um, or explore that necessarily, like there was hints here and there. You know, but like where the sparks kind of was allowed to, you know, go off uh, was in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Right. But like, you know, I feel like when it comes down to this particular situation, it's just more so like uh, someone wants to be with someone, but then they may feel as if like they're not cool enough or you know they're not right enough or they're not like up to par or whatever the case may be like their life is not okay or whatever the case may be to me I don't know what I'm feeling right oh, in regards to all of this you know even if it's not about someone it could be about something you know what I'm saying like taking a chance you know and I feel like all this stuff here is is leaning towards go for it you know what I'm saying like do it you know um it's like with <laughs> speaking of Sh uh Disney Shia LaBeouf you know when he's like talking like 
do it. It's like that kind of thing. You know, just, just go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we got to keep an open mind here, you know, and, um, and we have these wildflowers here that kind of like, it's like, you know, when Shrek kind of like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting here, right? Like when Shrek tries to be like to romance Fiona, you know, this is before he realized that she was an ogre too, right? And so like, she was like a princess and she was human and and then it was just like, you know, you never know what happens when you decide to make a gest, like make a grand gesture or like initiate something you never know, right? It might, it might turn out to be something that is, you know, you know, your speed, you know what I'm saying? I hope I'm making sense here with this. Let's get a, let's get a card here. Let's get an archetype. And you know what's so crazy? Like, one of the reasons why I felt like I couldn't, um, one of the reasons why I felt like I couldn't let people know that, I, like, my friends and my, my peers and stuff know that I was on social media, because there was a fear here that, you know, the life that was expected of me was not what it was. And I was just nervous that I would be judged. You know what I'm saying? But then a lot of times what ended up happening well it was just those two times it really wasn't that big of a deal you know what i'm saying it was just like hey oh my gosh someone wants to it was like i thought you were dead you know what i'm saying it was just like no wow geez <laughs> i mean great hello nice to speak to you again after all these years you know what i'm saying and so it was just like you know, you, you think, you kind of have it in your head that it's going to be something so dramatic and so bad, like, so embarrassing, like, you know, someone's going to laugh at you, you know, like, Carrie, like, they're all going to laugh at you, right? But even when she was, like, even when she got the pig's blood uh, thrown on her or spilt on her or dropped on her, they weren't necess they weren't saying all those things. Th those things were more so in her head. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, like some people laughed, but some people were also like really like sh shocked and like you know like taken aback and all that stuff like that. But you know, the the terrible scenarios, you know, they they kind of play out as if it was like some kind of taunting energy. Because have you ever seen the movie Inside Out? Right? Like you when they was like in the doing the dream um sequence or whatever or within that dream compartment um they were like replaying the situation that happened to Riley when she was in school and they over like dramatized it you know um like her teeth was falling out and like like it was just crazy you know what i'm saying and so you never really you never really know you know what i'm saying until you know and speaking of this here, we have detective here, all right? And so it's in the upright. So great powers of observation and intuition, desire to seek out the truth. Okay, so, um, hmm. So I feel like when it comes down to this detective, when when I think about a situation here, it's it's like um, kind of wanting to... Because I'm, I'm thinking about those kind of detectives, like those, like, uh, I don't how do you, you know, like Humphrey Bogart and all of them, uh, those kind, that kind of era and genre in regards to like, 
like finding things out and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. To me, I just, for some reason, it just like do it. You know what I'm saying? Like seek it out. Right. And, and, and it's like, you never know until you know, you know what I'm saying? And so this detective energy is more so like, go figure it out for yourself. Go find out. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it doesn't do you any uh, good service, you know, uh, when you're just sitting, not engaging in something that you're like really interested in, you know what I'm saying? So go find out, go, go, go. Well, I don't know any detective like sayings or anything, but go, just go for it. See where it leads, see where it heads, you know? So we have here addiction, Glinda. Ooh. Okay. So it could be something that it's like, for me, when it comes down to addiction, I'm not necessarily getting like someone's like doing something, you know, along those lines, you know what I'm saying? To me, I honestly feel like, and even if it was, and even if it was, and there's this need to sober up, like go through a, a journey of sobriety, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just go for it. Like, I feel like with this Glenda energy, to me, it kind of comes across as like a guide of some sort. And so, you know, I feel like whatever it is, whether it's a person, a place or a thing, this is, uh, this is the North star. This is the way home. This is the way out of something. This is the, this is the way to freedom, if you will, you know? And so, um, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly feel like this addiction is also coming across as like an obsession of some sort, right? So it starts off as like you, you know, checking up on friends and, or like old friends or old castmates or whatever the case may be. And then it becomes like a routine of some sort. It's just like, oh my goodness, they posted a new story what are they doing? You know what I'm saying? And like when things really get like, you know, gets like, uh, exciting. It's like, it, it's like clockwork. You just got, I just gotta know, you know what I'm saying? And so it becomes a, an obsession of some sort. Um, I also feel like with this Glenda energy, uh, to me, it can, it can be someone, uh, but it could also be like a, something spiritual as well. Right, so someone wanting to tap into some kind of spiritual path, a spiritual journey, and it's just like, you know, definitely do that, but also keep an open mind. You know what I'm saying? And um, that and that that objectivity is really, you know, um, sticking out towards me as well. And so um, I feel like sometimes when we get into certain things, you know, like we have a tendency and I, and I go through this sometimes as well. You know, I've been listening to certain people that talk about certain topics and all that stuff like that. And, you know, it, it kind of makes sense to me. And then someone can be someone who might not like them or whatever the case may be, uh, will have and have a specific kind of agenda, right? And they'll be the so-called controlled opposition. And then they'll say something like, oh my God, like this person is a devil worshiper, 
right? Like, you know, or someone could be doing yoga, right? And, you know, someone will be in the comments and like, oh my goodness, don't do that. That's the devil's, that's the devil's uh, movement. That's the, that's the devil's exercise. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you, when you're, when you're doing breathing exercises, you're opening certain things up and that, and, and you unlock certain like satanic things and like sometimes you know especially if you're not well aware or well knowledgeable over some a specific something right and what i mean with well knowledgeable it's like when a person breaks it down breaks the science down to a t right breaks it down to like a freaking uh kindergarten level grade level of under of an understanding where like no stone was left unturned unturned and then you and then it makes so much sense and it to the point where it's just like okay if a person says oh that's not true like i can't like it's like come on like all all of all the truths are here you know what i'm saying like at this point is either you're not what you're not willing to see it or you're or you're uh purposefully uh acting as an uh an opposing, uh, uh, defense, whatever. Anyways, what were we talking about? What were we talking about? Oh yeah. Yoga. Right. And so, so sometimes like there, like, especially because I'm not really well versed in yoga and all that stuff and what that's all about and center points and all that stuff like that. So I remember seeing someone say something in the comments about it. And then, um, you know, it kind of scared me. Like I felt a little bit of a flutter, like, oh my God, like, is this true? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, because I understand the science of uh, Satan or the devil or Lucifer, I understand the science or, or, you know, just, or the spiritual aspects, you know, science and spirit aspects of, you know, God, Jesus, Satan, all that stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they say in the Bible, it's allegory. You know what I'm saying? So it can be interpreted many different things, many different ways, I, I mean. And so, you know, some people who read the Bible for astrology purposes, some people read the Bible for religious purposes, some people read the Bible for metaphysical or occult purposes. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, you know, I, it's like either way, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, the point I guess I'm trying to say here is like, uh, you, when you know something, you know what I'm saying? You can't be swayed or can, uh, or, or manipulated or herded in a specific kind of direction, if you will, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, I feel like if this is something that you're wanting to embark on, it's like, go ahead and do it. Remain open-minded, remain objective to it, right? Because we don't want to, we don't want to have any emotional attachments or, or, or biases or judgments on what another man's inter or woman's interpretation of a situation. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know, a person, a person will say, when it comes down to the Bible, one time I was walking and I was so tired. I wanted, I wanted to go home. And there was this lady who followed me. She followed me around the parking lot. Like I purposefully kept walking 
I went around my car and everything <laughs> just to, just to like, you know, cause I'm like, what, what the heck? And you know, she kept following me. And then eventually I just stopped and I was just like, can I help you? And then she's like, yeah, and she was out of breath and all that stuff like that. And I was like, are you okay? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to give you this, this paper. And, um, it was a paper about the Bible and all that stuff like that. And, you know, I was so winded afterwards, uh, like just, you know, trying to tell her, like, you know, I already felt bad because I made her walk for so, for so long. I just, in my head, I thought like if I just kept walking, she would eventually just like leave me alone. Right. But you know, she didn't. And so I just felt the need to kind of like give her the, the space and the opportunity to say what she has to say. And so her thing was her, her point was she, her, her agenda or her intent was to talk to me so that I can, you know, go to her church. And I was just like, you know, my connection, my relationship with God shouldn't be defined by a congregation that I'm a part of or an establishment that I attend. Right. Um, if I were to read the Bible or to practice any spiritual practices, you know, I would like to have my own interpretation or receive my own interpretations that are meant for me as opposed to getting it from a, a, a middleman, you know what I'm saying? Or a middle woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, because the way that this person interprets a, a, a verse or, or whatever the case may be is his is according to his level of knowledge and his level of understanding. Now, of course, like I know preachers go to like Bible school and like, you know, they get degrees and all that stuff like that. Right. But, you know, even those things are man-made and they're not, they, they're, that still doesn't make a person any better or lesser, you know, in regards to just receiving a good word, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, of course, like that really just didn't matter because, you know, it was just like, I think an hour later, maybe like 45 minutes, I would say later, we were still talking about me trying to go to the church. And then I was just like, listen, you know, like, you know, I'm not, it's, it's not going to happen. Like, I don't know how many words or how many times I have to say this, you know, like I could switch it up, you know, I could, I don't know. I was just like, it's just not, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> so of course she's like, can I have your number? <sighs> and then I was just, I didn't want to say no. So I ended up giving her someone else's number. <laughs> and of course she said, oh, I'll call you right now. And I was just like, oh, why would you do that? So I ran in my car and I just zoomed off and I was just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, it's like the thing, the thing that happens in regards to the situation when a person isn't com comfortable or content within these experiences, what happens is a person can really say and be very persistent you know, in regards to trying to get you to, or to get you to do something or get you to not do something. And if you're not grounded and you're not firm in what it is that you know, or whatever it is that you're trying to, you know, whatever you're standing on, you know, things can get a little bit wobbly. It can become a bit weak. And then you'll find yourself, you know, you know, saying like, okay, okay, sure. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, 
I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, although it can kind of come across as a little bit mean and messed up, you know, especially giving out the wrong number, but it was just like the person really wasn't understanding that this is not something that I'm interested in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, like, I don't know. Like, it's just like some people really just don't understand. Right. And they, they come in with their own personal agenda and their own personal intent. And it doesn't matter. Uh, they, it doesn't matter to them what you feel or what you think about a situation. You know what I'm saying? All it matters is what they're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I feel like, uh, I don't know where I was going with this, but like what comes to mind, you know, in regards to things, sometimes people can be really closed-minded when they're receiving information or receiving, you know, like just different things or trying different things or experiencing different things, you know, and people become so emotionally attached to a situation so that when a person says something, they can, they, they'll feel personally attacked. Like, when I was speaking to the lady, you know, it was just like she started to come across, like it seemed that she was getting a little bit emotional because I didn't want to attend the church. And it was just like, you know, the, you don't, I, I wish you wouldn't be so emotional. I just wish you were just more so open-minded. And I've said it too. I was like, you know, like, the, you know, I, I, if we're going to have this conversation, I don't want it to come from a judgmental space, you know. I just wanted to be open and not have to like be a thing where I feel like I'm being pressured. You know what I'm saying? To do something that I don't want to do. And I feel like I'm not being understood. So if we're going to have this conversation, let's let this be known right at, right off the gate. And of course she was like, yes, yes, yes. But of course, you know, people have their own personal intent. We kind of went somewhere else with this. But the whole point that I'm trying to say here, right, is that if this is a spiritual kind of thing, remain open-minded and objective in regards to learning whatever it is that you need to learn, right? Because I feel like with this water sign right here, it can really be a thing where we can uh, misinterpret certain things that may be coming from emotions of some sort. Right. And so we need to kind to kind of be in a good space. Right. Confident. You know what I'm saying? Um, and brave. You know what I'm saying? Because if this is something saying, say, for instance, something like meditating and you don't know nothing about meditating and uh, or you've heard people say negative things about meditating, you know, the best thing you can do is read up on what you need to do in regards to meditating so that you're so secure and confident in the information. It kind of acts as a guide of some sort. You know what I'm saying? Like doing astro travel and all that stuff like that. There's a book on astro travel. Like there's people who've actually experienced it. They did videos on it and then they kind of go over like some of the stuff that they, you know, saw and what happened and all that stuff like that. And the thing is, I, there was a time where I wanted to, I wanted to give it a try. I wanted to lucid dream. I wanted to see what it was for myself. But what stopped me was because my mom at the time, when I told her, she was like, don't do that because I don't, you know, you know, she had her own 
judgments in regards to the situation. So I never did it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, once again, there's this need to learn everything that you need to know so that just in case if someone does come in talking about, oh, I don't know about that and all that stuff like that, it's just like, I understand. Like, I, 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 I got an understanding. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I know what I'm doing and all that stuff like that. Even if it's not something spiritual. Everything, but, but technically, everything is spiritual in my, in my opinion. You know, um, it just more so, it's like a level. It's highly spiritual or it's just, you know, not as spiritual. But it's, it's still spiritual. Like and unlike are the same things, right? And so um, if it's about school or whatever the case may be and you're not necessarily really sure if you want to do that, right, it's like, you know, take the class that you need to take, train, do what you got to do in order for you to, like, be well-versed in it so that, you know, when people come in and they're just like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm not really sure about that, you'd be like, no, I, I, I'm sure, but I'm sure, though, you know what I'm saying? And um, so, uh, yeah. What else is there? Uh, if this is a person pursuing a person, you know, you know, start the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like you might, you may never know. This person might actually be someone that you can vibe with and they vibe with you and, and sparks are flying. You know what I'm saying? You'll, you unless you'll end up being like Gordo, being the, the friend and seeing her go through all these things, knowing that you can love her you know, the way that she deserves to be loved, you know, it's like, you know, you see someone and you're, and you're like, I just, I just wish she can, or he can choose me. Like, I just, I, I know how to love you. I know how to treat you and I know what you like. I know all this stuff, but it's just like the only person who is, who the only, the only thing that's stopping you from allowing this to, to play out is you you and your doubts. So right off the gate, we have page of pentacles. Okay. This is great. So it's a new beginning of some sort, a new beginning. You could be studying something, you know, this is, this is great. You may be investing in something, you know, um, you may be trying something new, right? Initiating something new, uh, a new kind of journey of some sort. Let's, let's, let's get nosy here. We have the four of wands, king of pentacles. Okay. So four of wands, it could be a union of some sort. It can be, it can be a commitment, a settling down of some sort. It could be, you know, romancing, you know, I guess that's why we had that whole, um, that love angels thing. <laughs> okay. King of Pentacles. Okay, someone that you may feel, someone that you may personally feel like um, is the one for you. Have you ever seen the movie Memoirs of a Geisha or read the book? I did both. <laughs> um, I actually like the movie better than the book. Uh, well, no, I like the book better, but towards the end, it was just like, it was just like way too much. Like after you find out what, when, you know, the two main characters get together, and then, like, you, the book goes a little bit afterwards, and it was just like, what? No, the movie is so much better. But anyways, to me, it kind of comes across as Memoirs of a Geisha. You know, like, where the guy meets her when she's, like, young or something like that, and, like, he gives her, like, ice cream, and then, like, she decides she wants to be a geisha, too, because she sees him with uh, surrounded by geisha, and then she makes this wish. And then, you know, she's like, whatever, everything that she decides to do from here on out, 
is so that she could be with him. Oh my God, it was such a romantic movie. I loved it so much. It's not necessarily romantic, but you know, back then when I was watching it, I was, my heart was all a flutter for it. And it was just like, anyways. <laughs> so yeah, um, I feel like, you know, and one of the things that kind of comes to my, to mind actually is like, uh, wanting to give someone something, right? So I think in the movie they call them, um, uh, Donna or something like that I'm not really sure but they give them this box right to their the person who ha is the highest bidder and that box kind of lets them know like oh okay so you know it's uh yeah now that I'm thinking about it it's it's not necessarily a, a romantic movie necessarily but like I said it was still romantic in a sense but anyways, they give, she gives, uh, her bidder, the highest, her highest bidder something, a box of some sort to let him know that, okay, uh, she's going to give him, uh, her virginity. And, um, and so to me, it kind of comes across as like, um, wanting to give someone something, right? It could be an engagement ring. It can be a promise of some sort. It can be like, uh like an intention of some sort. So it's just like, I, 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 I give my life to you. Now this may be a physical kind of thing, or this could be more so a spiritual kind of thing. And so it's like now moving, everything that I do now is to align myself to be with the, per, the man of my dreams. Right. And the only reason why I'm saying man, it's because it's the king of pentacles. Now here's the thing, right? Because this is not a romance, uh, a romance podcast type thing, but I'll entertain both ideas. The King of Pentacles is also with along the lines of the spirit or the notion of knowing thyself, right? So a person can be dedicating their life, right? Um, from here on out to doing everything, anything and everything that allows them to know themselves completely and totally. And that was another thing that I was feeling bef upon um, starting the podcast was I was thinking to myself, I was like, what if, you know, we come down here to do one specific thing, right? Have you ever seen the, the movie Avatar, right? He was the airbender, but he was also the avatar, right? And his whole mission was to come down here to defeat the Fire Lord, He's supposed to have a, a great big war with the Fire Lord and bring harmony and peace onto the, on the planet. You know what I'm saying? And no matter what, the, even, even the fact that he was a kid, you know, even the fact that he ran away from his duties and he, you know, uh, went into the middle of the ocean and he froze, he ha even when he woke back up, his duties was still like, no, you still got work to do. You still got this purpose to do. You're going to get it done. And it was just like, but I'm a kid. Oh, well, you still got to go out there and defeat the fire Lord. And it's kind of crazy. Cause you know, like, it's like when you kind of think about like, cause right now I'm thinking about like the parent, those parents that be like, oh no, you're going to go out there and you're going to fight this person. Because if you don't fight this person, I'm going to beat you behind. Or if you don't fight this person, this person is going to continue to bully you for the rest of your life. And it's just like, but I don't want to. I'm scared. I'm not ready. I don't know how to fight. Or whatever the case may be. It was just like, oh, well, you're going you're gonna to figure it out right now. It's that kind of feeling that it, I'm getting right now. But anyways, so it was just like, what if 
everything else is just like distractions, like purposeful distractions, right? Like it's like, what if, what if, what if, you know, I am someone who is supposed to, I don't know, be a planter, you know, like be a gardener of some sort, right? And like, like the avatar, you, you kind of make, you get, you make a choice or whatever the case may be. And then the choice that you make, you know, is like that kind of imprint, not the imprint that freaking, um, Jacob left on as Morel, whatever her name was. It was, I don't remember the little girl, not that kind of imprint, but it was just more so a personal imprint like that you kind of like put on in life, that blueprint that I'll be talking about sometimes, right? What's her name? Esme? Anyways. So yeah. And so you kind of go through life and then you're supposed to, you're supposed to walk on that straight and narrow path. But what happens is, right, you deal with so many like extracurriculum activities, right? Like, it's like, you got to go to school. And then they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be this. Oh, you know, maybe that's not, you know, according to your, you know, test scores or according to this, maybe you should be something else. Maybe you should do this. Hey, you look cute. Maybe you should be a model. Hey, you're so funny. Maybe you should be a comedian. You know, it's like these kind of programmings that kind of like distract us and like, kind of like deter us from going like, heading down the path that we are supposed to head down, you know, like they talk about that with the North node. Right. Right. But, um, then you have like, when you, then you got the TV and the advertisements and then everybody wants to be an actress. Everybody wants to be a star. Everybody wants to be on social media. Everybody wants to be, you know, um, have a million followers. Everybody wants to have their own business. Everybody wants to do this. Everybody wants to do that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, we get so bogged down by so much extracurriculum activities, like ex external things going on that we forget, you know, what, what it is that we are personally supposed to do, you know? And I feel like, you know, that this could also be what this is as well. It's like deciding to, it's like I'm committing myself to doing or figuring out what my purpose is and following it through. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be, it's got to, it's got to be like this purpose thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got to mean something. Look, I'm in my detective energy. What does it mean? <laughs> it's got to mean something. Let's see what this means. Let's, let's follow this through. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, this King of Pentacles can really be like dedicating, deciding, choosing now to, to, to dedicate ourselves to really just being our true, like just discovering and find, figuring out who we truly are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's going to be some, you know, uh, other things that like sidetracked and like, you know, um, like with Avatar, like although his, his the the goal was ultimately to defeat the Fire Lord, but he did other things. Like he went to other places, and you know he had a little bit of fun here. He went to Zia's show, you know he had little side uh combat that he had to do and all that stuff like that. But all throughout his journey, you know it was for him to to learn how to become the Avatar right? To master the four elements, to, tr you know, transform, you know, he was no longer, by the end of the, the season, he wasn't the, um, the immature, you know, childish, uh, kid. He matured, you know what I'm saying? He matured greatly, uh, throughout his journey, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, let's see, 
What is the challenge here? <laughs> Eight of Swords. All right, so to me, the Eight of Swords, it, it kind of comes across here as, okay, all right, so there goes that, like, the need to, to kind of take the initiative because what happens here with the Eight of Swords, to me, it kind of comes across as, like, uh, the what happens is the ignorance of a, a situation is what acts as a hindrance. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I felt like there was this need to know what you need to know, right? So that you can feel confident and comfortable enough to move forward and to, to stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like um, if you want to be a gardener or something like that, right? So it's like before I can actually get the soil or the compost bins and the seeds and all that stuff like that before I decide to invest, you know, my time, you know, my energy, my finances into something like this. I just, let me just read a couple of books on it, see a couple of videos and see, you know, how my heart feels about it. See if this is where my passion lies. You know what I'm saying? And so like in order for us to get out of that immobility, right? Um, just kind of explore. Let let let's let's see let's see what this is about. Let's let's entertain this idea. How does it feel, you know, in your heart, right? And I feel like also too, because remember we were we were thinking about those emotions as well, right? But to me, it, it's not necessarily. I mean, I feel like it's kind of sort of it's like emotions and intuition, right? But w I guess what I'm trying to explain here is is that fluttering of the heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get those little butterflies kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, when you see something, like, for me, like, what really moves me, like, to tears sometimes is when I'm watching, like, a, a, a movie and it's just, like, it's such a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful feeling. It just moves me in, like, nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can cry. I can cry, I can, I can get angry, I can be really sad when I, when I, I can laugh, you know, when I am watching movies, you know what I'm saying? And I have, I, I, you know, I don't do that often nowadays, right? But I think it was just more so because I, I was saying to myself, because I wasn't a part of that anymore, I was just like, I don't, I don't want to see it, you know what I'm saying? And so, um... I didn't want to be reminded of uh, uh, what 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 was and what isn't it any longer, right? And so, like, um, I feel like in regards in in this part, like for this particular, uh, I was about to say movie. In this particular episode, I feel like when it comes down to when you explore a situation, where you really like dig into it and and observe it and stuff like that, right? I feel like the truth kind of naturally unfolds and then you realize like, oh my goodness, like, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Or I love it. Or like, you know, this makes me feel free. You know what I'm saying? And then like, I feel like you'll be able to like move forward. You know what I'm saying? So we have here, okay, we move on with the magician. Okay, so tap it into that will spirit, right? Not Will Smith, but the, the spirit of will, the spirit of purpose. We were just talking about that. We were just talking about that. Purpose, right? Discovering that purpose and really honing in on that. Because what this magician here is, 
this person is like they they get moving. They get moving is what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're like in the zone. They're in the lab. They're making things happen. You know what I'm saying? They're 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 creating magic. You know what I'm saying? And so that magic comes from energy being poured into something, right? And then energy comes out from that. You know what I'm saying? I hope I'm making sense. I feel like I'm kind of like all over the place. I'm like, let's see here. You can be also too watching people. You might not get caught like I did, but you might be watching people, right? And really just like, like really digging what they're doing. They're feeling what they're doing. It's just like, it, it inspires you of some sort, but it's just like someone here is just not wanting to do something. Someone's just not wanting to invest, right? It's like uh, with the little girl, when she had got the money, the change from the ice cream, she didn't take the money and saved it because she could have bought food. You know what I'm saying? She could have bought, I think she said rice or something like that. that would have lasted her for a week because, you know, they was treating her like Cinderella up in there. You know, like they weren't so nice to her. And so, um, but anyways, she took the money and she, 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 uh, what do you call those things? Like when you do, when you, you make a wish of some sort, but she put her money in some kind of like a well or a box or something like that. And she prayed, right? She said like, she prayed about her becoming a geisha and her like being with him or, you know, again, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, to me, it, it's not, and it's not even just about praying about something. It's about taking action towards it because from that moment on she did everything she needed to do in order for her to become a geisha and not even just any geisha she wanted to be the best right because it's like she needed him to see her right so she had to do she had she worked really hard you know she worked very very hard and so um anyways so the foundation we have the emperor the five of wands seven of wands Ten of Pentacles, yeah. Okay, so, and I guess this is why this is important, right? Someone has to be really strong and firm uh, in regards to whatever stance that they are standing on or whatever it is that they're trying to, 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 to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like with this Five of Wands and the Seven of Wands, there's this, there's this need to kind of stay, stay strong because, like, an intruder can kind of come in and try to, you know, like to me, they just kind of like, they just kind of come in and like act as a, as a imposter or an intruder of some sort. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, whoa, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. Go back to, you know, go back to whatever, wherever, you know what I'm saying? Just don't be here. You can't occupy this space because this space is being saved for what I choose. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, when you're like watching a video Right. And then you see those like the ads that pop up like, hey, have you ever tried such as and it's just like, nope, skip, you know, stuff like that. Right. It's just like, you know, even if it's like someone close to you and you're just like, even if it's like you, I don't even want to tell this person. Like, I kind of want to just move in silence. Like, I don't want to tell anybody because, you know, people are just going to here they come with their like there is like imposter. Is it imposter syndrome? I don't know. But it's like someone comes in to kind of like intrude and like, it's just like, what are you doing? It's just none of your business. 
move along. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so um, I feel like with this Ten of Pentacles here at the end here, to me, it really just comes across as something that is something that can be very, very much helpful for you, you know, in the end. Uh, it's like wanting to create a kind of success here. You know, Ten of Pentacles, to me, it really comes across as not only just like financial stability, but it's just overall like within your life, just like personal stability, right? It's like once you feel complete, you know, like it's like completion of some sort, like, um, you know, uh, how do I say this? Um, it's like building substance, if you will. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, how, like that's just the word that comes to mind is substance, you know? Um, I'm also getting here. It's just like with this 10 of pentacles is like, once again, that ultimate, like know thyself, like everything kind of comes full circle. It's just like, I came down here to be, to, to do a, a specific thing. I saw this specific thing all the way through to the end. And so now I feel complete. You know what I'm saying? That's the energy that I'm getting here. Right. And it's like, uh, it was, it was by your creation. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it had nothing to do with other people telling you what you should and should or should not do. You know what I'm saying? It had nothing to do with like people like, you know, persuading you to get off course or distracting you. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. Past, we have Ace of Pentacles, Five of Swords. temperance okay we have the world here at the bottom of the deck okay so yeah of course so with this ace of pentacles here five of swords temperance i feel like someone kind of came across a, a some a, something of of the sort right was living their life a specific kind of way right and then they realized that this was something that they didn't like. To me, the Five of Swords, it kind of comes across like it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt kind of thing. And so it's like, it, it, how do I explain? I'm trying to find an example. Okay, the only thing that's coming to my mind is back, uh, way back when, when I was like, young my cousin used to play basketball and she came uh to over to the place or whatever and then you know like my aunt was talking about how she was like in the basketball team and you know she was doing super great or whatever the case may be and you know because the environment like where I grew up there was no like uh teams or anything there was really no sports or anything it was because like the neighborhood wasn't all that great and I guess like the the staff or the the committee or whatever felt as if like the children weren't responsible enough to uh, be allocated any money or funding for any kind of like teams or whatever the case may be. So we really didn't have much, right? Like all of that stuff was more so in the city, right? But where we were at, it was just like, you just went to school. If you weren't that smart, you stayed after school. If you extremely weren't that smart, you went to summer school. But other than that, it was like you was at school and then you went home, right? Um, and then there was like occasional, you know, like 
performances, like, you know, little dances, like this, if they, you know, could afford to have like a, a dance teacher, right? But that dance teacher usually, you know, was a substitute teacher or something like that, right? And so when my cousin came and she was like doing basketball, she was a part of a basketball team. I was like, what the heck? Like, that sounds exciting. Like, this is, this is crazy. I want to play basketball. Mom. So she got me a basketball hoop. You know, I had basketball clothes. You know, she, we went to Dick's and we got some like, or was it, was it Dick's or was it, it was probably in the, I don't know. Probably it was Dick's because she had to get the basketball hoop and stuff. We went there, got some basketball, like, shorts, and, like, you know, I had my jerseys. You know, I had my Ellen Iverson jersey. Didn't know who he was, but I had it, and I thought it was so cool. It was the black and red one with the white numbers, I think, if I can remember correctly. Um, was never a sports head ever in my life. But you, you couldn't tell me nothing, you know? I thought that I was going to get my love in basketball on. Now, I don't think that movie came out at the time, but I'm just saying, like, I thought I was going to be, you know, I was just going to be a basketball star. So, you know, I, now let's be honest here. If I can remember correctly, I think in the beginning I did play with the basketball hoop. You know, I remember my uncle coming and like we played basketball and he was trying to help me out and teach me some things. And I was just like, you know, I, I just think I can really do this. Like, I just got a natural talent. I'm thinking about the son from um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. He was like, I would, I would, I mean, he was saying, well, he was talking to the coach, wouldn't you say that I have like a natural talent? And he was like, well, you're improving. Let's just say that. And so anyways, so finally, uh, I guess like a, there wasn't a team necessarily. It was just, well, it probably, yeah, I think it was a team, but it wasn't like a serious thing. It was just more so like, you know, kids, you know, wanted to get out of the streets. You know, there was a guy who I think was a PE teacher at the time. It was for a short period. And he was just like, you know, I want to create a, a little team, you know, to help kids like stay out of trouble and all that stuff like that. Now the area where I was staying, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad or anything like that, but it was just more so like, you know, it was just like, it's here if you want it. And so, um, yeah, it wasn't bad. It's just that there's nothing was really happening. Like people just, it just wasn't, just nothing was there, you know? Um, but yeah, so he decided he was going to have a, a little, uh, basketball team or whatever the case may be. I went there. All right. At the, I call myself, I called myself trying out. All right. Went there I'm not going to tell you how it went. It was just too embarrassing. But the whole point of the the whole point of me saying all this stuff was like a person can come into your life and say that they're going to do something and then you can uh, like you just adopt that idea and then just you you honest you think that this is you. You know what I'm saying? You you start you start to study it. You say, like I'm going to make a career out of this. This is what I want to do and all that stuff like that and then you realize, you know? you follow it through, you, you make, you, you instigate the situation, you initiate the situation, you start it, right? Then you realize, okay, well, maybe, maybe this ain't really for me. I never, I never showed up afterwards. I did get a, a pat on the shoulder for participation. And, you know, he did say, you know, <laughs> he did comment on, you know, 
the fact that I was really uh, capable of trying hard and, you know, I worked hard and all that stuff like that. What do you call it? Sportsmanship or whatever the case may be. One of those things where it's like, you know, you're, you suck, but, you know, <laughs> you're a great kid. <laughs> Anyways, I never played with that basketball hoop ever again, you know, um, and, you know, I just, my, the kids, the guys on the block, they would knock on the door and be like, Shauna, can I play with your basketball hoop? And I just let them have it, uh, and so, until they tore it up. But anyways, it, there's that. There's another story, okay? Um, I was getting ready to go to college. I was super excited. And so there was like, oh, you can have early, uh, admissions if you, you know, try out for this, um, uh, for the, the what do you call those? The line, it, was it, is it the line girls or something like that? They are not cheerleaders, but they're the ones who kind of dance during halftime. Those, th those people. And so I was like. You know, oh, and you know, and you want to know what's really interesting too. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. Just bear with me. One of the reasons why I felt like I can do this basketball thing was because way back when, when I was like probably like in like, I don't know, sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade, there was one time I was playing basketball and I was shooting, the, I was shooting hoops and like, I was like, get I was getting the I was just making the 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 shots all every single time and it was just like oh my god like you're you're great like you're good or whatever the case or maybe was that afterwards no I'm sorry that was afterwards okay sorry don't even we'll just cut that out <laughs> or not I don't whatever but anyways so we're talking about the the dancing and all that stuff like that. Now, mind you, I've danced before. I did new school theater. You know, I, I even did praise dancing at the church that I grew up in and all that stuff like that. So I was just like, you know, this is great. This is cool. I've always wanted to dance, right? Um, but, you know, being in musical theater, you kind of have like dance probably like, I think, did we have dance every single day? Probably not every single day, but um it was just like a short, it was like, like in replace, it's like replacement for PE. And even when we were there, we didn't really like go over any techniques or anything like that. When we did ballet, it was probably like for like a day. Like when we did tap, it was probably like for like a day or two. But, um, yeah, like we didn't really do much of anything. So like, although I was doing it for all these years, I could have learned so much. Right. But the dance teacher, you know, we weren't dance majors. So like, it was, we, she didn't take us seriously or whatever. So, you know, I've been in a lot of musicals and I was just like, you know, it's, uh, it's, it can't be that bad. So I thought that I am, I even imagined, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be like a, you know, I'm going to be dancing at the sports, all that stuff like that. Right. Got there, went to the practices. It was totally fun. It was great. Right. But it, what had happened was, <laughs> now, I felt like I could have gotten picked, right? And I was, and the only reason why I say that is because they had me go so many times. Like, I, it was me and then a friend that I had uh, met during the summer course that I had took. And we went in together. And he's like, oh, we're going to do it together. We'll be a part of the team together and all that stuff like that. So we went in, auditions, had to sing, I mean, dance to the song. Then we sat in the hallway and then it was just like, they kept calling me back over and over and over. And I'm just like, what the heck? 
you know? And so I was doing it, all that stuff like that. I was, you know, I, I don't think I was giving it my all, but I, I felt like I was like, okay, I just want to at least have fun and all that stuff like that. But it was just like, I was thinking to myself, like, I really hope that I can get it, you know? Ended up not getting it. Now, uh, and I was thinking to myself, like, wait, I don't understand. Like, what the heck? What's going on here? It was like, I felt really crushed because it, it, it seemed as if, like, the way that it felt, it felt as if, like, I've been working so, so hard. Like, I've been working my life for my whole life for this. And it's just, you know, like, it was just like, no, that's it. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, it was just like, it was an idea that I took and I just ran with it. You know what I'm saying? And I just honestly really thought that that was going to be my thing. Right. And then it turned out it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But you want to know what the crazy thing is. You know, there are things that we do that happens so naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was doing uh, theater and all that stuff like that during my school years, like I was in the shows there wasn't hardly any pushback. There wasn't no, nothing like, there wasn't no obstacles necessarily, right? There wasn't things that were like getting in my way. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until like, you know, I got to college where it was like, there was like a system to the whole situation. And then, you know, I just didn't try, you know, like I, I, I went to school and it was like, it was my first time by myself. And then I was just like, I'm going to go have fun. And so I never applied myself and I didn't take, you know, my studies seriously and all that stuff like that. So of course, like, you know, there's consequences to that. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't do my best or the best that I know I'm capable, I was capable of, or I should have, have, I should have done, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, and so, um, like, it's like, there's things that happen in our lives. There's things that we unify with and connect with that is just so effortless, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's just, it's, it's just, it, you, it makes you think like, wow, like, has this been waiting for me this whole time? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then you have other things where it's like those distractions, those little like side, um, side, uh, little things that kind of come along, along the journey that we kind of want to entertain. And it's like, we don't think of it as something like, you know, like a, a, I don't, the way that I'm seeing it is like you're driving down a road and then you have, uh, like little things on the, on the side of the road that you can just go and like, you know, explore, take pictures, you know, buy things or whatever the case may be. I forgot what they're called. And then like you keep them moving. Some people get out and then they think that this is where they're going to stay. This is, this is where they belong. You know what I'm saying? And then they have all this opposition, all this obstacles, and they're just like, why aren't things happening the way that I want to tap? Because you're not supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're overstaying. You, you need to leave. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, and so let's, let's get back into the situation. So I feel like with this Ace of Pentacles here, it was like an opportunity of some sort, right? And it was just like, it was all fun and games until someone got hurt. And so now it's just like, okay, I want to get 
my I want to be in a space. I want to change with this temperance here. It could be Sagittarius. I want I want change, right? I want to implement change. I want to be in that space of the alchemist or the magician, right? To create the change that I want to see in my reality. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like um it's 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 like whether it's saving money or taking classes or you know studying up or whatever the case may be it's just like okay i was i was doing something that kind of had me distracted for some time and um now you know i want to get back on course you know what i'm saying so let's 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 keep going we have the 9 of wands here and the knight of pentacles okay and so um this is in the heart space and the upside down. Okay, so I feel like in regards to this whole situation, the Nine of Wands here next to the Nine of Pentacles, it really comes across as a person having a lack of focus. Okay, that's pretty much all that it kind of like comes across. Not having a lack of focus uh, or not necessarily knowing exactly what their intent is. Okay, so the lack of focus could be like... Um, when, when so much things are happening, right? Like the person's is focused on the goal ahead and achieving that goal. So if it's all about us, uh, achieving our purpose or going towards our purpose or realizing our purpose or fulfilling our purpose, right? The issue here is, is that a lot, all the outside or external distractions becomes, you know, what we pay attention to right? And so there's those delays. There's those, there's that the obstacles, difficulties, opposition, you know, chaos, all that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, I feel like that is, that is kind of what that thing here is. Right. And also too, I feel like a person really just doesn't know themselves. And I, I will raise my hand to this as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm figuring myself out now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not saying like I'm like on it every single day, which is what I should be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's perfect. Okay. Don't judge me. Judge yourself. <laughs> right. But, um, like it, it, it really just kind of comes across as really having to like take a pause for the cause of, 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 of knowing yourself and, and just getting into that space of, okay, like who am I, you know, like, let me take some notes so I can remember, you know what I'm saying? It's just like really just studying up the heart space here. We have ace of cups, queen of wands. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like in regards to this, you know, it's it's like the heart space is like wanting an opportunity to really, uh, really just shine like the star that you're meant to shine like, you know, like it's like the it's like that song from Life Size, right? Like just wanting things to come alive, because if you think about it, Tyra Banks started off as a Barbie doll. And then some kind of magic happens and then she comes to life. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you think about a Barbie doll, like a person is playing, is, is like a person is, is you're, you're kind of like a toy, right? Or a puppet for a person. And that person, you know, tells you this, this is what you're saying. And, and, and like say, tells you that this is what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? And so you kind of have no control over your body, you know, over your thoughts, over your actions, you know what I'm saying? Over your life, 
You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I feel like when, when Tyra comes alive, right, although she was once a Barbie, right, she's now a woman. She's now a human. She's now able to create for herself. She's now able to, you know, expand upon, upon her consciousness. She becomes awoken, if you will. You know what I'm saying? And so um, I feel like if this is spirituality, a person has become awoken, has become alive. There's life, you know, flowing through our veins, right? And there's this sense of purpose, a sense of, 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 of all, it's like, it could be passion, you know what I'm saying? There's this need to kind of have that kind of outpour and just let it just flow and just let it go and just let it just, you know, it's like, this is who I am, you know? This is who I am. Let's see here. Future, four swords, ten of wands, six of pentacles, nine of swords, the star. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we'll take all of them. We'll take them all. Okay, so what happens here is with this Four of Swords, it, it kind of comes across as like that Sleeping Beauty kind of thing, that life size, right? The Barbie stage, right? The Barbie stage. It isn't until you kind of get fed up here with the Ten of Wands, the Six of Pentacles, and the Nine of Swords, where you just say like, it's like it's like it's kind of like you sound the alarm, like you kind of ring the alarm. Did we talk about the North Star today? I'm not really sure if we did right? But, um, to me, it kind of comes across as like, you know, as a person will cry out to Jesus or cry out to God or whatever the case may be. It, it really comes across as someone just saying like, you know what, like I just, I'm deciding that I'm heading towards the, I'm headed towards my purpose. I'm headed towards my calling. I'm headed towards, you know, what my blueprint, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Uh, cause you know, they always talk about like stars and how it kind of navigates, uh, a person's life or like there's a specific star that kind of, ha- um, comes out when you're, when you're born or, or planets or whatever the case may be astrology, right? Someone gets into astrology maybe, right? And they decide to start studying up on their houses and they really try to unpack that. That's one way to know yourself, right? It's to really, it, you know, to me, I feel like the star really comes across as like someone just wakes up and decides that they are going to, you know, take control and, and head in a, a specific direction and stay focused with this Knight of Swords, right? And, you know, right next to it, we got the Wheel of Fortune and the Hierophant. Okay. And so it's like someone is headed. It's like the path is that was designed for the person, you know what I'm saying? And there goes those notes that we were talking about. So, so it's like, let me take notes. Someone's taking notes here with the Hierophant. Someone's really coming in and they're rewriting, uh, their life. It's like, no, I'm not going to be someone's puppet. I'm not going to be your Barbie doll. I'm not going to be a plaything. I'm not going to be your consumer. I'm not going to be your sheep. I'm not going to be your, 
you know, whatever. I'm I'm my own individual and I I have a specific kind of per, a specific purpose and that's where I'm headed. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the more we kind of and there goes that energy. We were we were talking about this before where we're heading down a path where it's like this is, you know, this is where you're supposed to be. It it, it it's more seamless. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go on a like a foreign road type thing, when you have to kind of like go into a detour or something like that and then it's like a back road is like mad bumpy and then your tire breaks and then like you're kind of in like some kind of wrong turn scenery and it's just like what the heck you know what I'm saying right it's different than when you're like heading down like a road that you know right like you meaning your intuition knows and like it's smoother it's easier you know what I'm saying it's quicker there's no delays there's no there's no troubles you know what I'm saying um and so, uh, yeah, I feel like with this will of fortune, it's like, you know, when, when you align yourself with that, you know, things become easier, maybe not easier, but things become seamless. You know what I'm saying? It becomes, it's, it's more so like you kind of fall in line and it's just like, it flows, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's more happiness here. There's more abundance here. There's, there's more blessings here. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm getting here. That's pretty much what I'm getting here. At the bottom of the deck, we have the world, you know? So it's like, you know, like there's a closing of some sort, right? It's like, I'm, I'm no longer, I'm no longer, it's like, you know, all those princess movies where they're like, they're confined to something, right? Sleep and Beauty was asleep until, you know, like for a while, you know, Cinderella, she was like in, in the cellar you know, cleaning up after her stepmother and sisters, you know, um, you know, I'd never seen Moana, but I think she was like on an island. And then, you know, she just like, either way, they all were stuck at something, someplace and other people, it was because of other people's doings. You know what I'm saying? Like other people telling them, oh, you can't, you know, go into the ocean. It's spooky. It's scary. There's these creatures, whatever. I've never seen Moana. I'm just assuming, right? Cinderella, oh, you'll never leave this cellar. You know, you know, uh, you're going to, you're going to shine my shoes and clean my house and you, uh, and, and, and cook for us and all that stuff like that. You know, like, um, you're never going to leave this tower. It's dangerous out there. You know, those kind of things where it's just like, you're, you're, it's like you kind of, you're living a life that is not yours, but it's, 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 because of what someone else is, someone else says, right? Or someone else does, right? You're living your life not for yourself, but for someone else. Or you're living someone else's life, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, someone, someone kind of wakes up. Someone kind of wakes up, they kind of pack their things up, and they're like, I'm out of here, right? And then with the Six of Pentacles, to me, it kind of comes across as, like, these little pockets or these little nuggets of, 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 trinkets if you will or like blessings or, or or directions in a sense right synchronicities if you will you know what I'm saying that kind of comes in right and then there's there's going to be times where we may feel as if like we we're unsure you know but that's why we need to know what we need to know so that we can be confident you know what I'm saying like so so like whenever we feel like that a person like coming in like that, that invader coming in to kind of like get you off course. Right. It's just like, no, like I'm not like, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm not going to do this. You ever seen a movie where, I don't know, a movie, uh, uh, I don't know exactly what movie, but it's like, okay, we'll, we'll talk about Carrie. So, um, when Carrie was talking to her mother and her mother was like super religious and I know I feel like I'm, I'm kind of getting on religious people. I don't mean to be that way. You know, I, I, I have no judgment towards like religious people or anything like that, you know, it's all love, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it kind of comes across as like, um, like when the mother was like, uh, chanting like some scriptures or something like that, she may have been hitting her with a little bit of holy water. I'm not really sure, but she was doing something to Carrie and then Carrie screamed. She was like, I can't take it anymore. She screamed. She did some kind of telekinesis stuff, but it's that kind of energy where it's just like, you know, like those, those thoughts that are there or maybe designed or the intent is to scare you or to get you, of course, or distract you or whatever. You're just like, no, I'm not, I'm not entertaining this. I'm not allowing this into my mind. I'm not allowing it to move in, you know, um, I'm not allowing it to invade my space, you know, get out of here. You don't belong here. You know what I'm saying? And so you just kind of like continue and you just move. You keep going. You keep going. This is great. All right. So we're going to take a little bit of a break and then we'll come back with the advice from spirit. All right. So let's see. What do we have here? All right. That was quick. All right. So ancestor of skill. Oh man. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're probably like, I'm over you. I'm sorry. I really am. All right. So we have skill is, let's see. Okay. So we have here. All right. So it says, I am the ancestor of skill. I teach you how to find a sense of balance and wisdom and how to channel this into whatever task you undertake. I am, I can enable you to uncover the skills, uh, Latin within you latent within you that will imbue you with positive energy. I stand for the artistry of life itself and can teach you how best to access the single most important skill of all, knowing the art of living. The artful and versatile soul can always find a way, no matter how wide or deep the chasm ahead. So the ancestor of skill. Many cave images depict ancestors Ancestral figures that are part human and part animal, symbolizing the fundamental connection between them. Skills can be learned through observation, but this need not be limited to observing humans. Here, the ancestors of skill appears as a hybrid of a deer and a person, expressing how important it is to blur the edges of common perception and seek skills from unusual, even unlikely sources. Crucially, we must look within ourselves to harness the abilities we already possess, but we have not yet discovered. These are often the most enriching. Of course, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so interpretation, skillful process, recognizing your abilities, understanding the process of daily living, living skillfully, dancing where others run, finding joy in the skill you already possess. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um... What was I about to say? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so I guess that's where it goes according, according to what I was saying, like how, like, things, like, when we're doing what we're supposed to do, like, it just, it, it feels as if it's, like, it's just seamless. 
You know, it's like as if it's like a natural kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, did I have this in me all along? You know, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. This is, this is, this is great. All right. So, um, but then also too, when we talk about purpose, right? In the Muriel Tarot deck or guidebook, I should say, she talks about, um, especially when it comes down to the magician, you know, in order for us to embody the magician, uh, and it's just, you know, us coming down here, transforming the soul, reaching our highest potential, all that stuff like that. She talks about one ways that, you know, acts as, uh, clues in a sense in regards to our purpose is our talents. What are you talented at? You know, anyways, so let's see here. We have watermelon tourmaline. All right. So love, balance, clarity. Relationships are the currency of life. And watermelon tourmaline raises awareness of soul agreements and your impact on other people's lives. This crystal is supercharged to activate the heart chakra, creating a divine connection between you and your higher self. Like the watermelon, it teaches you to enjoy the sweetness of life, remembering good things often take time to ripen. Watermelon tourmaline balances masculine and feminine energies, connecting your heart chakra to both the physical and the spiritual aspects of yourself. Okay, so we have Gemini, Virgo, Venus, and Saturn. Purple tourmaline, so grounding, protection, and serenity. Purple tourmaline gets straight to the heart of the matter, dispelling any negativity around core wounds, especially issues carried over from past lives. Purple tourmaline is a great protector and can create a shield between you and alien invasion. What were we talking about? What were we just talking about? Get this purple tourmaline, please. All right. Okay, so let's see. Let's do this again. Purple tourmaline is a great protector and can create a shield between you and alien invasion, possession, and unwanted attachments. It removes illusions so you can see reality for what it is without any judgment. That is where serenity and peace lie. When we are able to detach from external views, ground yourself with love, and trust that you are always protected. Libra, Venus, Mars. Right, Libra coming up again, Mars coming up again. No, what the heck? Venus, I meant, and Libra. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. I've taken up a lot of your time, like I usually do. I just got a lot to say, and uh, and it just makes me feel so happy. Okay, trust me. It, it, if I'm not really happy at something, you know, I, I'm usually the, I'm usually the one that's in the background, right? So me being able to like do this tarot stuff and talking for all, for so long, you know, like I, this is, I'm, I'm like in my zone, you know? Okay. So we have here abundance. Look at you. All right, so we have abundance is a state of being. You can allow yourself to become a victim of chance or you can embrace the spirit of abundance through your expectations of always having enough. Do you have a sense of overflowing? No, do you have a sense of overflowing? Do you feel gratitude for everything that is in your life? Do you give thanks for the little things as easily as the huge wins? The word abundance often brings to mind financial wealth, but abundance can be expressed in all areas of your life. This card guides you to feel abundance in whatever ways you can. This feeling of abundance will call more abundance to you in return. 
If it's love you seek, feeling an abundance of joy can draw love closer to you. If you seek money, an abundance of hope can be your ticket to wealth and material success. Do not live in fear of not having enough. Be grateful for the richness that is already present in your life and watch as more abundance flows to you. Yes. So let's do this. It says attract abundance affirmation. So affirmations are a great tool for manifesting abundance. As you say the words, they should vibrate with the energy you desire to bring into your life. To attract abundance, repeat this affirmation once in the morning and then again before bed. Simply close your eyes, place your hands on your heart, and allow the words to connect with you. Envision the things you already have and the things you are grateful for while saying, to, while saying them out loud. All right. <clears throat> I don't want to mess this up for you guys just in case if this is what you want to do. Whew. All right. I am blessed with abundance in all areas of my life. I am grateful for the wealth and blessings that flow into my life so easily and effortlessly. I am thankful to have what I need exactly when I need it. I am abundant with love, happiness, and gratitude. I am never lacking, therefore I always have. Did you guys like that? Okay, I, was, I wasn't nervous. Actually, I, was, I felt like I was going to do okay. There was a moment where I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to mess up. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah. Uh, what is the takeaway? What is the takeaway? Harness that skill. All right. Harness that skill. Okay. And, um, you, who knows there, you might find it in the, you know, I don't know the weirdest places, I guess, what did this say? I'm not really sure. Right. But who knows? Right. It, it kind of reminds me of like that karate kid thing, right. Where, um, Jackie Chan takes Jaden Smith to look at, you know, the woman dancing with the snake and all that stuff like that. And then he was able to use that. Like he was trying to do that on like his mom or something like that. It didn't really work out, but he kind of like used that movement in in his uh, contest or something like that. It's like, you never know, you know, you never really know, especially when you have, when he was doing that wax on wax off kind of thing. But I think for Jackie Chan, it was the shirt up shirt down, like, uh, coat on coat off type thing and then he was able to like realize it was like he he could use that as a skill you know what I'm saying even with the wax on wax off and then he's just like Mr. Miyagi what am I doing this for and then like when he went to the competition he was utilizing that skill to kind of like you know fight you know you never know right you never know so yeah I'm now I, I'm so curious I really want to know what this could what this means for me <laughs> anyways that's for me to figure out but um i hope i was able to help you guys out in any way shape or form thank you so so much for tuning in okay good luck to you guys in your amazing journey all right uh until next time peace